This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. This is A's All Night. Floriano has hit it out again. A's Baseball, just for you. Here is A's All Night. I'm Alex Jensen, and it's time for A's All Night. The Green and Gold got it done on Saturday night, beating the Mariners 1-0 to clinch home field advantage for the American League wildcard game, setting up a postseason home date on Wednesday against the Tampa Bay Rays. We begin on Saturday with the only run-scoring play of the ballgame, as Ramon Lariano batted against Mariners starter Marco Gonzalez with two outs and nobody on in the top of the third. Swung on, blasted a left. Ramon gives it a long ride up, over, and out past the A's bullpen. It's 1-0 Oakland. Laureano's 24th home run piercing through the wind in Seattle. And the A's strike first. A's skipper Bob Melvin on having Laureano back in the lineup on a regular basis while also looking forward to giving some guys a blow on Sunday. Yeah, it's nice to get him. Nice to be able to play him a couple games in a row. And then today shows up huge with the with the home run. So, you know, we'll give some of our guys a, a needed rest tomorrow. We got some banged up guys. Still leading 1-0 with starter Brett Anderson on the mound in the bottom of the fifth. The A's got a phenomenal defensive play to keep Seattle off the board. With runners on the corners and one out, A's first baseman Matt Olson shut down a small ball bid off the bat of Malik Smith. Deliveries around the front, safety squeeze toward first. Olsen throws to the plate, and the A's get the out. What a play by Matt Olsen. And the flip to Murphy, charging quickly, field to the bunt, flip the ball to the catcher, 3-2 on the play at the plate, and that is out number two. And that preserves a 1-0 lead for the A's in the fifth inning. It wasn't the full-out suicide squeeze. Once the ball was down, However, the runner trying to score and no chance. Bob Melvin, catcher Sean Murphy, and Anderson all share their thoughts on the play by the A's Gold Glover. But he's got such great instincts, and he reads the bat, and he's so quick. Uh, you know, similar to Chapman, uh, you know, his first couple steps, and his transfer is as good as anybody in the league. It's like I have another shortstop over there. So we work on that play. Uh, we do have a, a play where we crash with him, where he leaves the runner, but that was all instinct on him today. So it ended up being the biggest play of the game. That's an awesome play uh, by Ole. It's heads up, too. A lot of first basemen don't look for that right off the bat, but he knew exactly who his runners were and where they were. And that's just, uh, you know, that's a guy knowing the situation and knowing he's got a shot at home if he gets to it quick. There's, there's only a handful of guys that can make that play. Um, speed guy in Malik's, and it was a phenomenal bunt. But to be able to come in and you know have the have the foresight to charge it and be able to make a perfect throw on the run, it uh it saved the game. And uh, those guys have been doing it all year. And uh, for God, it doesn't strike anybody out. I need those plays. The end of the fifth also spelled the end of the day for Anderson, who gave up just three hits over his five shutout innings to pick up his 13th win of the season. Melvin and Anderson on his efforts Saturday night. But good stuff. I mean, best velo of the year. You know, I know it's been eight or nine, ten days or whatever. Um, but we saw some 94s, some 93s. 
you know, looked good. Just uh, felt a little something after the fifth, and we didn't want to. We didn't want to push that. Felt like I pitched pretty good and uh, gave us a chance to win. And then the, the bullpen came in and did a phenomenal job, and uh, yeah, it was a big win for us. In the seventh, with the tying run on third base, two outs, and Malik Smith at the plate, another key defensive play by the A's to stay in the lead. As Sean Murphy showed off his talents behind the plate, way outside, a tremendous grab to his left by Sean Murphy. Somehow he gets the glove to corral that baseball on a sweeping slider that wasn't even close. It could have ended up in the A's dugout. Great agility to his left. Murphy takes us through the play while Bob Melvin adds his thoughts on his rookie catcher's blocking ability. I mean, there's not much to that play other than throw your glove at it and hope it hits it. Um, you know, it's not something you really practice, but uh, you know, play baseball long enough that you have some idea where it's going, and you, you know, you do your best to stop it. At least get some weather on it. He, he's he's a good blocker. We've seen his defensive skills in spring training, and sometimes there's a little bit of nerve. But you know, as long as you don't let that last one go past when there's a runner on third, you're doing your job and. You know, he did fine with it, too. With Malik Smith still at the plate, Jake Diekman was able to get out of the inning without allowing the tying run 90 feet away to come home. Line to center. Back on it is Canna. He's there. He'll make the catch. And Diekman survives the bottom of the seventh. That pitch was tagged by Smith. But in the heavy air of the Pacific Northwest, it hangs up. And an easy chance for Canna. Still leading 1-0 heading into the eighth, Bob Melvin turned to another rookie as Jesus Lazardo came on and once again mowed through the Mariners in order Here in the frame. And that's a check swing. Did he go to the appeal? Yes, on the appeal. They ring him up, and Lazardo works a 1-2-3 eighth inning with two strikeouts and maintains the lead. For the ninth, the A's decided to stick with the rookie to protect a one-run lead and officially send the wild card game to the Coliseum. And after allowing two base runners with two outs, Luzardo shut the door. And swung on a high pop-up. This is going to do it. Simeon has the call. Near second base. He's there. He makes the catch. The A's have won it. And the A's are coming home to host the wild card game on Wednesday night. Jesus Luzardo works out of the jam in the ninth. In a gem of a ball game on this Saturday in Seattle, the A's get their 97th win. And Bob Melvin's Oakland A's, who are going to the postseason for the fifth time in the last eight years, will be hosting the Tampa Bay Rays on Wednesday at the Coliseum as the A's vault out of the dugout. The line of athletics, the high fives all the way as the regulars come, the starters come toward the dugout. And what a night for the Oakland A's, and what a two nights. one nothing. the A's beat the Mariners tonight. Luzardo, after the ball game, describes his approach in the final at bat, as well as the importance of winning on Saturday. And Melvin and Murphy give their impressions on the lefty. Uh, you know, just kind of attack the last guy. Uh, I faced him, I think it was two days ago, and, uh, you know, just knew the type of hitter he was, and... Just trying to get balls over the plate at that point. Well, yeah, it was definitely a big game and 1-0 game in the ninth. So it was a, a big game for us and the fact that, like you said, we had to get home field advantage. So I knew how important it was for all of us. So I wanted to come through. Pretty calm, you know, and, and we've seen him, you know, in a bases loaded, nobody out situation in Texas too. So I don't think the nerves are really there. You know, hits a guy, then makes good pitches with his breaking balls in the last at bat. So, and Lopes swinging pretty good too. But, uh, you know, it's kind of how we looked at it today. We didn't want him throwing too many pitches, but as long as he was under 30, we felt good about it. And now there'll be, you know, three days rest for him as well. I mean, for a guy, you know, what is this? Fifth outing in the big leagues and, you know, they call on him for a two inning save. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't say enough about a guy who goes out there and, and gets it done like that, you know, when Liam, uh, Liam needed a night off. 
And, uh, you know, so they called Jesus, and uh, I mean, I've been seeing that all through the minors, and he just keeps continuing to do it. The biggest story, of course, is that combined with the Tampa Bay loss, the Oakland win clinches the top wild card spot for the green and gold, meaning the American League's winner-take-all game will take place at the Coliseum on Wednesday evening. Brett Anderson, Sean Murphy, and Bob Melvin all weigh in on what it means to play in Oakland on Wednesday. And the crowd's going to be, and these guys have no idea, you know, and so it's going to be fun. It's like a Raiders game. You get the black hole, you get crazy people and you know, usually I mean the last playoff start I had there usually there's some sort of down period in baseball or even between innings but the last time I started there there's this constant noise and so uh, it's pretty it's pretty fun to be part of I mean it means everything uh, you know home field advantage in that game is huge and you know everyone knows the Coliseum is going to be going to be packed going to be loud and uh, you know we're going to feed off of that that's what everybody was talking about when we came off the field we're going back to Oakland so that was huge you know obviously we wanted to get in and the next objective was to get home so both things done, and uh, there's going to be 50,000 people in Oakland, I got a feeling. And uh, when they, when we get that bigger crowd at home, they're, they have an effect. So we're, we're excited about going home in front of our fans, and you know there's a great bond between us and the fans there, and they can get pretty loud. So with the win, the A's get back to 33 games over the 500 mark at 97 and 64, matching their win total from 2018. In the regular season finale on Sunday in Seattle, Tanner Roark will take the ball for the green and gold, trying to conclude the 2019 regular season on a winning note. Join me for pregame coverage on Sunday with A's total access beginning at 11:05 a.m. before first pitch at 12:10 along the Oakland A's. Radio Network. Thanks for listening. I'm Alex Jensen, and this is A's All Night. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.